0: Welcome to Word Mission Church International podcast. Now the word with Paul Mensa Wood. This is this morning, and join me in welcoming our online audience as well as those that watch on TV. And you are much a part of us. And if you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, stop by and see us. A warm welcome awaits you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus oh my god I said something. I sense it in my spirit something good is going to happen to you <laughs> glory be to the name of the Lord alright so in this season all throughout this month we've been talking about fruitfulness, called to make a difference your life will count all these things, let's wrap it up this morning with this particular message called to overcome turn your Bibles with me to John chapter 16 John chapter 16 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 33, he says, These things are spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And the word, that word that he uses for tribulation in the Greek is the word telepsis. Telepsis. You see, uh, sometimes the Greek helps us. I mean, I, when I read the Bible, I want to get what does it mean to me today? Uh, whether Greek or Hebrew or homebrew, I don't, I, it doesn't matter to me. What does it mean to me today? So, but it does, in this particular one, the Greek word used for tribulation is telepsis. And it refers to uh, an intense test or trial or pressure. Now, Jesus wrote to the church in Samaria, and he made a similar statement to them in Revelation chapter two, thank you, Lord, Revelation chapter two, verse nine, he says, I know your works, tribulation, poverty, but you are rich, and I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. And he says to them, Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful until that death and I will give you the crown of life. Be faithful and I will give you the, a crown. And the apostle Paul uses that term, that word as well in his writings. And, and to get an understanding of that word telepsis, What they used to do was, if someone committed a very serious crime and did not want to admit, they will tie that person down and the Roman soldiers will slowly lower a heavy boulder and as the boulder was coming, they will tell this person that, look, admit to your crime or if you do not admit, We are going to crush you. So they will lower it slowly. And let it get to the top of this person. And so this person will be feeling intense pressure. And if he did not admit, they will cut the rope and let it finish the person. So that kind of pressure is what Jesus is talking about. That in this world, you will have intense tests, trial, pressure. But in the name of the Lord Jesus, as you hold on to the Lord, and as you cleave to the Lord, I see you overcoming in the name of the Lord Jesus. What is the pressure that you are going through right now? what is the intense pressure that you are faced with right now is it pressure in your finances is it pressure with your children is it pressure with a particular relationship in your marriage is it pressure in your mind jesus christ said in this world you will have tribulation or telepathy, intense test trial but relax that's the good news be of good cheer he said "Be be of good cheer be of good cheer be of good cheer be of good cheer i have overcome the world Are you experiencing pressure in your health? (laughs) Oh my Lord and my God. The God that we serve is still the same God. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. He says in me you are peace. Be at peace. I have overcome the world. Are you facing a test? (laughs) Are you facing a trial? my lord and my god jesus christ the same yesterday today and forever are you at the point of throwing in the towel (laughs) my lord and my god in the mighty name of the lord jesus jesus has overcome all of them i said jesus has overcome all of them I said, Jesus has overcome all of them. I said, Jesus has overcome all of them. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. 1 John chapter 5. Oh, my Lord, I sense God's presence here this morning. And wherever you may be. He says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. Whatever is born of God. Whoever is born of God. Overcomes the world. No matter what comes. The one that is born of God as an overcomer the one that is born of God has overcome notice you are not trying to overcome over this is the victory Jesus Christ has already obtained the victory for us oh my Lord and my God that's why we started by saying something good is going to happen to you Thank you Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Let's go to Matthew chapter 14 verse 26. Thank you Lord. Matthew 14. Jesus. Let's start from verse 24. He says but the boat was now in the middle of the sea. Tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, it is a ghost. And they cried out, notice, for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. Jesus always comes with a message of good cheer. Always. Even if he's correcting you, he wants you to overcome. That's the reason why he's correcting you. He says, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, "Lord, save me!" And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, "O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt?" And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. So Jesus tells the disciples and says to them let us go over to the other side and while they were going jesus sent the multitudes away and he went into the mountain to pray and in the middle of the sea they were tossed by the waves for the wind was contrary and as they were going sometimes we think that when we are in the will of god Um, Storms, the storms of life may not come he's already told you that in this world there's pressure there is test there's trial so he tells them they are in the perfect will of God Jesus Christ told them to go to the other side and sometimes even though you are endeavoring to do your best for the Lord out of nowhere a sudden storm comes, a test comes, a tribulation comes, you may get a bad report. What are you going to do? Financial pressures, pressure at home, pressures on the job, in your business, various aspects of your life, in your quest To be fruitful for the Lord. In your quest to serve the Lord. Something comes up. That you didn't plan for. And this all happens. As a result of the fall. Adam opened the door. To all these things. And Jesus comes. With a message. Of comfort. And Peter says to him, he was always the first to speak up. You can count on that. (laughs) They were all afraid. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. You don't need to be afraid. Be of good cheer. It is I. I am the one. Are you feeling lonely? One time as a, certain, a, certain, a certain young boy he had to do an, a narrative in a Christmas concert he had prepared his lines so well he knew it very well and when he got to the stage <laughs> one of the lines was it is I do not be afraid <laughs> and when he got there he forgot his lines and said it is only me and I am afraid (laughs) sometimes we forget our lines the Bible and you say it is only me and I am afraid (laughs) but Jesus appears to you and says it is I do not be afraid that's the correct line (laughs) So in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that which makes you afraid, or te- you are tempted to be afraid, tempted to stay up awake at night. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Jesus is saying to you this morning, I am right there with you, do not be afraid. I am right by your side, do not be afraid. When you fear you will sing but when you keep your eyes on the lord jesus you will make it i'll say it again when you fear you will sing but when you keep your eyes on jesus you will make it no matter what the report is so jesus peter speaks up and said lord if it is you command me to come to you on the water so he said come just one word, come, and when Peter got out of the of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Peter did walk on the water, just by the word of God, just by the word from Jesus Christ. He walked on the water. sometimes you criticize Peter for sinking. But don't criticize Peter for sinking if you haven't walked on the water. That's the truth. Yes, he, he, have you walked on water before? No. no, no, no. You haven't walked on water before. He, he, he says he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Don't criticize the other person till you've done better than them. <laughs> he says he walked on the water. Water walkers. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But notice what happened. And this is what happens to us most of the time. The Bible 30 says, But when he saw, so you see, a miracle. Was started in the life of Peter, but the miracle was not consummated because of what he saw or what he chose to focus on or what he chose to keep his eyes on. The wind was as boisterous as it was when he started walking. So long as He kept his eyes on Jesus. So long as he trusted the promises of God, the word come. He was walking on the word. He was walking on the water. But the moment, and this is what happens to us most of the time, the moment he took his eyes off Jesus, The moment he took his eyes off of the word. He began to sing. No matter what is going on in your life right now. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. My prayer is. May you keep your eyes on the Lord. God's word. Has a solution. For every problem. God's word. Has a solution. For every difficulty. God's word. Has a solution. For every challenge. He walked. To go to Jesus. But the pressure. Of what he saw. or what he chose to focus on. Caused him. To begin. To sing. As we endeavor to walk with the Lord as we endeavor to produce fruit for the Lord as we endeavor for God to take our lives and use it for his glory one of the greatest things that hinders us are the things that we focus on and he applies in several areas of our lives in our health in our finances in our relationship in our business, in our relationship with others, on the job, everywhere. The thing that hinders us in our walk with the Lord, our walk of faith, are the things that we see from a natural standpoint. You see, the Bible describes God. The Bible says that in John chapter 4, it says that God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. So you don't see him with your physical eye. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't exist. He's real. In fact, more real than what you see with your natural eyes. Heaven is a real place. And the realm that God lives in is as much real as Even more real than this other side. And you see, human beings, we live in two realms. But, for us to overcome, God and his word and his promises must be more real to us On this side. That is the key to victory. That is the key to overcoming. One time, the prophet Elisha was surrounded by thousands of people. They came to arrest him because every time the king of Syria made plans, the prophet got inside information and he was helping and giving intelligence to Israelis. And they would avoid this. They, avoid this. And they said, what's going on here? And someone said, there's a prophet. As soon as you decide and talk about it, you know it and then he leaks the information. The said, no, this is not the way we fight. That's not the way to do this. thing." So they sent a the whole army to come and arrest him. So Elisha woke up, I mean slept, with his servant, woke up, and when he woke up, he was surrounded. And the servant that was with Elisha was only seeing things from a natural standpoint. So the same thing that Peter was doing and the disciples were doing, his knees began to rattle. (laughs) What are we going to do? We are surrounded. And the prayer that Elisha prayed for his servant is the same prayer I pray for you this morning. He said in 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 17, and Elisha prayed and said, "Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see." Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire, all around Elisha. Yeah. My Lord and my God. The cha- the chariots were there. The, his opening up, the opening of his eyes didn't create those chariots. No, no, no. The chariots were already there. That realm is more real than this side. You don't see what's going on on your behalf. That's why you get nervous. And you get fearful. He said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. You slept one morning. You are doing okay. You got up and something is not functioning well in the body you went to the doctor and you got a negative report you are doing all right and and you got a call that one of your children grandchildren is in trouble you are doing all right and all of a sudden it seems you are surrounded all of a sudden it seems that there is a storm that has come your way and you don't know what to do when he saw the wind boisterous. When this servant saw. That he was surrounded. They were surrounded. He, he began to be afraid. How ah, about my Lord and my God. The prayer that Elijah prayed. I prayed the same prayer for you. May the Lord open your eyes to see. May you begin to look and consider God. Consider his promises. Consider his word. God is greater than any army that you are faced with. God is greater than any storm that you are going through. God is greater than whatever you are faced with. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God. I see God in the mighty name. Jesus take over your battle I see God take over that challenge I see God take over and in the mighty name of Jesus oh do not fear is the message to you this morning the enemy that you see today you will not see them again in the mighty name of Jesus that which seems impossible that which seems like it will never turn around in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus by the word of the Living God oh my Lord and my God as you behold God as you keep your eyes on the word as you keep your eyes on Jesus in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus you will not see those enemies again if you believe that say amen Amen. Amen. May God open your eyes to see this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith and faith has to do with the invisible my Lord, I sense his presence. Elisha coolly said, Lord, take care of the situation. And he struck, the people were struck with blindness. And he said, look, this is not, you are in the wrong place. <laughs> Let me take you to the person who is looking for me. Take you somewhere else. <laughs> Why? He was seeing something else you will see the invisible. When you see the invisible, you can do the impossible. Amen. I said, when you see the invisible, you can do the impossible. But, but thank God for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. When Peter began to sing, because of fear, he cried out, Matthew fourteen thirty, saying, lord save me simple prayer lord save me lord save me if you are thinking you know i mean that's an emergency. he doesn't have a lot of time in a split second he can drown so he prays his prayer real quick lord help me lord save me my lord and my god and thank god when you call upon the lord and you ask him to save you ah uh, maybe your your past is holding you back is your past holding you back maybe something is you are sinking you are saying i need help you are sinking and there is it seems like there is no way out cry out to the lord and say lord save me lord have mercy on me lord have mercy on my family lord have mercy oh god in this situation i don't know what to do i don't know what the way out is but lord save me yes. lord help me oh and just like jesus verse thirty one wants this and immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? It's it's through your mistake that you started sinking. But Jesus is so merciful. He's going to pull you out and then we are going to have a discussion. (laughs) If you sink totally, then there's nothing to talk about. (laughs) so let's rescue you and then when we get home we'll talk (laughs) when we get back in the boat we'll have a discussion so sometimes even when we bring mistakes on ourselves because a lot of times we bring it on ourselves Jesus Jesus his mercy when you cry out to him he'll have mercy and pull you out are you thinking may god pull you out i said may god pull you out i said may god pull you out oh you of little faith why did you doubt you see fear doubt they are thieves of god's greater blessing that he has for us. Unbelief. Three things that rob us of God's best. Fear, doubt, unbelief. A miracle started but it was not consummated. Fear will cause you to lose your initiative. Doubt. When you you begin to focus on the circumstance instead of God and his faithfulness and his word it will rob you God's best. It will rob you of what God has for you. You will not be robbed of God's best in Jesus name. I said you will not be robbed of God's best in Jesus name. You can't look at the storm and still keep the faith. When you entertain doubt, your faith is corrupted. It's contaminated. So doubt entertained is faith contaminated i repeat it again. Doubt entertained. Is faith contaminated? Thank you, Lord Jesus. So Jesus, let's go back to where we started. Jesus said, in this world, you have tribulation. You have have tests. You have pressure, intense pressure. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So some things that hinder us, sometimes our past hinders us, holds us back fear hinders us. So what must I do to enjoy this peace that Jesus promises? One of the first things to do is you must let Jesus into your boat. Let Jesus into your heart. Things are not going to get any better in the world. It keeps getting worse and worse. Let Jesus into your boat. Then no matter the storms of life, because the Lord is with you, he will fight for you and you will hold your peace. When the children of Israel got to the Red Sea, he said to those children of Israel in Exodus 44, he said, Lord, be stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The Lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace, but he can't fight for you if you will not let him into the boat. You have to, we have to let him into the boat. The first step is you must be born again. Yield your life totally to the Lord. He is the Prince of Peace. And in John chapter 14 verse 27, he says, Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world do I give, give, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. But that peace can only be found in Jesus. And as you give him total control over your life, he will take over and the peace of God will be yours. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may the peace of God be yours. I said may the peace of God be yours. Thank you, Lord. And then then two. Come into the ark of the Lord. Remember when the storm came also. In Noah's day. The only people. That made it. Were the people that were in the ark. Everybody else on the earth did not make it. And in these days. The ark of the Lord. Is the house of the Lord? Come into the ark. Not only come, abide in the house of the Lord. Have a church family. Have a pastor. These are things that are important. When going to church, being in God's presence now becomes a notice. How? David's response, some of the sons of Korah, in Psalm 84, verse 1, he says, how lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, even faint, for the courts of the Lord, my heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. The, the tabernacle, the house of God, is a house of safety in these days and times. Come down into the ark of the Lord. Come into the ark of the Lord. Into the presence of God. The psalmist of old Lord said in Psalm 122. Notice this. He says, I was glad. He says, when coming into God's presence, into his house, becomes a delight. He says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Gladness joyful and he goes on to say in psalm 73 psalm 73 verse 17 he says verse 16 say let's, let's start from i mean things were going on in his life verse 14 says all day long i've been plagued and chastened every morning 15 If I had said I will speak down, Psalm 73 15 Behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of your children. When I taught how to understand this, it was too painful for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood. He did not receive understanding until he went into the house of God. says it's too painful for me this is too difficult i don't know what to do here see when we gather in god's presence are so many things going on in the background sometimes you receive light you receive an answer you know what to do until i went into the sanctuary the understanding was not present i was glad when they said to me let us go into the house of the lord when i went there then i received understanding this morning receive understanding in the name of the lord jesus i said this morning receive understanding in the name of the lord jesus receive understanding in the mighty name of the lord jesus he sets shepherds pastors over our lives jeremiah three fifteen. He says and i will give you shepherds according to my own to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding Mm -hmm. this morning you are being fed with knowledge and understanding and he says as a result it shall come to pass verse 16 when you are multiplied and increased in those days says the lord They will say no more the act of the covenant of the Lord. It shall not come to mind, nor shall they remember it, nor shall they visit, nor shall it be made anymore. I will give you shepherds. It will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Everyone needs a church family. Everyone needs a pastor. Nobody can do That is the plan of God. The storms of life have a way of coming. Pastor Jesus was right with them in the boat. And in these days, he's saying, I'll give you pastors, shepherds. Shepherds are pastors. They will feed you with knowledge and understanding. That's why I enjoy this one. Thank you, Lord Jesus. (laughs) I enjoy pastoring, seeing people blossom. As people follow, you see them going from one stage to the other. And now they begin to produce. It's a joy. It's the greatest thing. Why, Lord? No wonder they were coming for Elisha. He's controlling things from his room. <laughs> we control things in the earth from our room by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come into the ark. Come into the ark. Then three. Oh, my Lord. Stay in love with God. Stay in love with God, with the Lord Jesus. He says in Romans chapter 8, notice this, verse 28, he says, and we know. Every time I see this phrase in the Bible, I get excited. And we know. Not we are not sure. We know. Do you know? You have to know in these days and times. And we know and we know and we know and we know that's another one like that we are and we are confident that is where our confidence comes from notice this what do we know notice he says and we know all things Work together for good to those who love God. To those who are the call according to his purpose. The storms of life may come. Oh, but for those who love the Lord. And remain in love with him. Sooner or later, everything is going to be alright. I said sooner or later everything is going to be all right. Amen. I said sooner or later everything is going to be all right. Amen. I said sooner or later everything is going to be all right. Amen. All, things. all things. How many things? All How things. many is all? All, all, is all. Oh, you can. You, is, it's absolute. <laughs> Family things, business things, health things. All things work together. Thank you, Jesus. For good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Thank you. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. See, inside each and every one of us, there's that desire, if you, are, if you genuinely love God, to do something for him. There's genu- you, you know that you are called for a purpose. You are not an accident. You are here on a mission. And you will fulfill it in Jesus' name. Yeah. And as you stay in love with the Lord. You see, it gets to a place. The Bible in Isaiah, it talks about the fact that your maker is your husband. You cleave to him. You hold on to him. Notice what he said to the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 22. He says, if you be careful. Let me read it from the classic James. I like it from that. If you shall diligently keep all the commandments, which I command you to do them, notice this, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, And to cleave unto him. Pause on that that phrase a little bit. Love him and to cleave. To him. Lord I love you. I hold on to you. Jesus lifted Peter. And when he came out. When they were walking back. He says no way. I'm not going to sink here again. I'm going to hold on to Jesus. And step by step, we are going to walk together. And no matter the raging stone, as you cleave to the Lord, as you hold on to the Lord, you will make it safely to shore. I see you making it safely. But you see, that cleaving has to be in place. He says, when you cleave to me, verse 23, then the Lord will drive out all these these nations from before you and you shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourself. In other words, the tests, the tribulations, the nations, the things that are more difficult for you, the storms that you cannot overcome, you love me, cleave to me, and they will be taken care of. That's just like our God. Cleave to him hold on to him don't let go of him love him with your all thank you lord jesus and then four thank you lord jesus enter into a covenant to serve the lord enter into a covenant to serve the lord with all your desire with all your desire second chronicles chapter 15 thank you lord jesus they were in trouble you see verse 3 says now for a long season Israel had been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law without pastors without teaching priests people get into trouble that's what Jesus said but when they in their trouble they turn unto the Lord God of Israel and saw him He was fond of them. And in those times, there was no peace to him that went out, nor peace not to him that came in, but great versations went upon all the inhabitants of the countries. Great versations. Trouble on every side. But, in fact, in this account, they made it a national law, verse 12. And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God. Of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul. That whoever will not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. They got serious about this thing. When you leave when we left when we left God and not following what he says to do, it's too much trouble. Even when you are with God, uh, you are surrounded, then much more without him. It's worse. So whatever we are doing is not working. It's, no, 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 no. This, is, this thing is a serious thing. Capital punishment. <laughs> because, you see, and it applies to individuals, families, cities, nations. Every time you leave God, things don't go right. So they said, No, 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 no. We are going to enter into a covenant. Now, look, God is the only one that we will serve with all our heart and with all our soul. And when they did that, the Bible says, And all Judah rejoiced at the oath. For they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire. And he was fond of them. And the Lord gave them rest round about. That's what Jesus is referring to. Peace. All around can only be found in the Lord and in Jesus. My Lord and my God. And verse 19 says and there was no more war unto the five and thirty-eighth year of the reign of Esau. Think about it. What a difference. We'll see day and night difference. So enter into a covenant. The Lord I will serve you. I will love you with all my desire. I will cleave to the Lord i will hold on to the lord and as you do in these days of apprehension and uncertainty may it come to an end in your life in the name of the lord jesus may the peace of the lord be with you this morning are you overcome by a temptation by an addiction by fear. Is there a pressure to yield? Are you going through some kind of a financial pressure? Some tests? I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Receive the grace to be able to stand and to overcome. The people that make the difference in this world are the people that are overcomers was saying to that church in Semana, when you overcome, I know you are going through pressure, but when you overcome and you are faithful unto that, you serve me despite the pressure, there is a crown that awaits you. In the name of Jesus, that test, that trial, that pressure will not overcome you. But in the name of Jesus, I see you overcoming. I see you overcoming. I see you overcoming I see you overcoming you will not throw in the towel you see those boxes I don't know why they where they get into that game but <laughs> you get beat <laughs> all of your life but they get the money for it Restless. but you ever see a, a boxer that was knocked out they keep knocking him out they keep knocking him out with one ounce of all the strength that he had he gets up and delivers that knockout blow <laughs> and then the bell goes and then it's it's all over <laughs> yeah. when it's all said and done you may have taken a beating. Yeah. oh but I see you delivering that knockout blow yeah. and you are an overcomer in Jesus name yeah. I said you are an overcomer in Jesus name you are an overcomer in Jesus name yeah. if you believe that same, amen yeah. As you yield your life to the Lord. You go from victory to victory. I said you go from victory to victory. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you Lord. What a time we've had. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you Lord. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Ponder on the words from this morning. We are called to overcome. Come into the ark. In the mighty name of Jesus. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.